You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Yes, at the time of the evening on Pertinence Punctuated, where we join our very own Maulana Salim Karim on, yes, a topic that you will all identify with marriage and miscarriage. And Urdu, you know, Maulana has taught me beautiful Urdu, and he said, Kushi aati hai, but Kushi nahi milti hai, Kushi aati hai, but duk bhi hamara saati bhi hai. Hey, people. This is all uh, the tapestry of life. Duk, suk, everything comes through. But how we navigate with that marriage and uh, miscarriage. Molana Salim Karimi, you won't believe it that uh, we had put out the composite and many, many questions have come through. And I, you know, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that uh, this session will be more like a Q&A with you and I and with all these questions coming through. And perhaps, uh, you know, we will have uh, that format. And I'm really looking forward to that. Mawlana Salim Karim, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And once again, Jazakallah for adding value to the platforms of Marqa Sahaba, the voice of the Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah. And tell me, Mawlana, how are you doing? Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ashutat by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Grant to you, Afiyat, good health. Beautiful topic you have chosen. And I think we need this daily reminder and stop taking and reassurance especially relating to our marriages our lives with our spouses and our children it is so important that when a family is united happy there's joy there's goodness you can feel the vibes you can feel allah's mercy and rahma prevailing in that house but as I said to you, khushi ka din aate hai, lekin khushi nahi hoti We have days of happiness, but when we take stock and see what is happening, khushi nahi hoti See, there is no happiness, turmoil, animosity, anger, hatred, plotting. Demand respect for yourself. That's my opening statement, Shabbat Respect starts first with yourself. You want to have a good relationship with your spouse. Demand respect from yourself. You also need to be respectful. Marriage is a two-way street, Shabbat If you want love, give love. You want respect, give respect in return. Demand respect from yourself. Because adab is a very good gift from Allah. Allah Ta'ala, be adab mahrumas, ji, be adab mahrumas, the person who's got no respect, no akhlaq, is always deprived. You cannot force a person to show you respect. Shafat Bhai, you cannot force a person to show you respect. But you can refuse to be disrespected. And this is what is happening in marriages today. No respect for the husband. No respect for the wife. No respect for our parents. No respect for our in-laws. And this causes such chaos and mayhem in our relationship. So you cannot force a person to show you respect. 
You have to earn respect without buying. But you can refuse to be disrespected. That is not on. You cannot tolerate somebody disrespecting you. So Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq that our marriages are in great difficulties. A lot of chaos and so much of sadness. Somebody asked Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala, can you describe what is marriage? And this is the reality today that we see in front of us, Shafaq Bhai. So somebody asked Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala, okay, what is marriage? So Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala responded by saying, marriage, sururu shahri, ek mahine ke liye khushi hai. The first month of the marriage, subhanallah, honeymoon. And we need to analyze this word honeymoon. How did it come about? Suhagrat. So, alhamdulillah, Shafat Bhai, Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq that we understand the purpose of nikah. Nikah should bring peace and tranquility in our lives. So some tips, Shafat Bhai, when it comes to marriage. Well written, well advised. Forgive those who hurt you. In couples, there are always arguments. Some arguments are healthy, some of them are not. But forgive those who hurt you. One. Pray for those who need it. Some people are so arrogant, Shafat Bhai. You can do what you want. They do like as if they are Allah, na'udhu billah bin zadi. They're not prepared to forgive or compromise. And thank Allah for everything you have. Allah gave you a good spouse, a good family, good children. Thank Allah for it. And if you think you are can you can conceal and hide what your thoughts are and your actions, even if it's a whisper, Allah hears it. So fear Allah in privacy and fear Allah in public. Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq and by see there's two things. One is ikhlas and one is tawfiq. The most precious thing that goes up into heaven is our ikhlas. Allah wants to see how sincere. Two things make a good marriage. One is ikhlas, intention. Ikhlas, make sure that whatever you do for your spouse is for the pleasure of Allah. Don't be a matlabi. Matlabi means you, inshallah, use the occasion for your own benefit. You're selfish. You're not worried about how the other person will react and feel. Matlabi mat bano. Mahbub bano. Be a loved one. So the most precious thing that goes up in the heavens is ikhlas. And the greatest thing that descends on this earth, even Allah gives you the ability and tawfiq to do what is right. So Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq, 
a message for the husbands. I have a message for them. The one who burns a hand for you in the kitchen, please, when you return home, don't burn her heart. The one that burns her hand for you in the kitchen, please, when you return home, don't burn her heart. That's for the husbands. And a message for the wives. The person who sweats and works so hard for you, please don't suck his blood when he comes home. Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. We have so much of time at hand, quality time that we can spend with our families and reignite the relationship. As somebody said it, you know, time is so short or people say, I don't have time. Or there's a quote here. I think the weekends are made in China. They don't last long. But when you love somebody, when you care for somebody, time is of essence. That the more you sit, the more you love, the more you discuss, the more you in each other's company and you realize the night is finished. Yeah. So, unfortunately, our weekends are made in China. They don't last long because we don't, we don't prioritize what I need to do first. So may Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. A woman is not a slave of a man. He's a true friend. And an excellent companion. A woman is not a slave of a man. She is the best companion and friend. Allah give us by I'm not sure if you have some questions and I can prevail and carry on. I tell you, Molana, because uh, when we advertised the show, where we had a lot of questions coming through, and the first one was uh, from a sister, and she says, Assalamu alaikum, Molana Salim Karim, Brother Shafat Ahmad Khan. I respect Molana Salim Karim as a senior alim, and alhamdulillah, I feel very comfortable uh, to ask him this question uh, this evening. Molana, Beloved Molana, I listen to you every morning also. I want to know, Molana, how do we define love? Because it is a meretricious word, and many say marriages that are made of love are not truly love marriages. These love marriages break off as soon as everything or the sparkle fizzles out. But Molana, I want to know how do you define love is uh, love uh, an important ingredient in marriage? Oh, many have said, like my ancestors uh, got married when it was a marriage made by different family members. It was an arranged marriage, and that marriage stayed forever. But Molana, I know love marriages, they are breaking up left, right, and center. Please uh, give us this definition because I will have lots of my younger family members listening to you this evening. Molana Salim Karim, how do you respond uh, to uh, our sister's plea? When you love somebody, love actually means obedience. Because when you love somebody, Shafat Bhai, you are totally obedient. 
those marriages will never last because you started it on a haram footing. If you fall in love before marriage, this courting, dating, this is the bebarkati that brings in a relationship. Pure love and true love, Shafat Bhai, starts after marriage. Because Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi salam said, there is only one thing that can unite the heart of two people, two lovers, and that is nikah. So real love starts after nikah. And I think this is where we are going it wrong, Shafat Bhai. That we start dating, we start conversing, we start talking, we start sharing. And then in the end, what happens? My eyes falls on another person or another boy, and that whole relationship tumbles. So, very important, if you want Allah to bless that marriage with love, start it with a good niyat. Follow Sharia as much as it's tempting, exciting, uh, glamorous. No, inshallah. You made sabr for so many years in your life. It's just another few more weeks or days when you set up a proposal and the proposal is accepted. Our duty as parents, inshallah, is to get the couple married as quick as possible. There is no such thing as engagement. This is called a khitbah, a proposal. You did your background check, you got references, and you do a humble, honorable approach to the girl's parents, inshallah, and there's nothing wrong if a girl's family want to ask for a boy's family in hand for marriage, there's nothing wrong. Hazrat Khadija radiallahu ta'ala asked for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in marriage. Society that we live, Unfortunately, it's considered taboo, disrespectful. There's no such thing. Inshallah, if a father comes and says, Alhamdulillah, gee, I have a daughter. Are you interested in getting married to my daughter? You're not selling your daughter. You're not making her look cheap. Gee. So coming back to the sister's question, a very good question. What is love? How do you describe love? See, I had my own idea about it. That when Allah Ta'ala gives us true love, you see, Layla and Majnu, you know, the same story, Romeo and Juliet, Layla and Majnu. Le Majnu was so asik and so much of in love with Layla that everything around him was Layla. He had so much of love, even the dog that walked through her galleys, he would pick it up and kiss it. So somebody asked him, what pagalpan is this? What foolishness and stupidity is this? He says, you don't know this dog came from my beloved's belly. So to me, it's beloved. Whenever he used to find Majnu, he's writing, Layla, 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 SubhanAllah. So somebody asked him, ye kya pagalpan here? what stupidity? He said, you don't know. When I call it, call out her name, it gives me great joy and happiness. So the king of that zamana said, you know what? This charcha of Layla and Majnu, who is this Layla? That Majnu is so diwana on her. He's madly in love with her. Who is this person? Who is this lady? Bring her to me. 
And when she was brought to the king, the king looked at her and said, but you're an Abyssinian, you're a black person. Look at your looks, look at your nose, look at your features. Is Majnu Rashik on you? There's so much of knowledge and so much of concern and talk about how you are and how beautiful you are. But look at who you are. So he called Majnu and he said, Is this the lady that you are so madly in love with? Look at her features. Nothing admirable. Look at the answer. Majnu said, Huzur, it's sad that you're looking at her with your eyes. Ash, I only wish you looked at her with my eyes. Then you would have seen the beauty and the kamal that she possesses. We can go on talking about the subject, a good topic. All I'm saying that Rasulullah said, true love between the couple starts after the nikah. Two people can gel. They know they don't know each other from a bar of soul. But once the khutbah and the ijab and kubul is completed, how Allah Ta'ala, it's a miracle. How Allah Ta'ala unites the hearts. How we take to each other. That a few minutes ago, to look at her was haram, to touch her was haram. To engage in her haram, to think of her is haram. Two words made her azad and free. Kabil Tuha. That's the beauty of nikah and true love. I hope that answers the question of the sister. This love marriage, this courting and this dating and chatting on social media is the greatest destroyer of all relationships, and especially marriage. So far by Nobody wants to pick up a rose that has been crushed and broken to pieces. When you look at the beautiful rose, see, the, as one child said, you know, our daughters are like a beautiful bud, a rose bud. When you see that rose bud closed, it looks absolutely beautiful. It's just the start of the beautification of this rose. And when it will be in full, full bloom, when this rose, when it will bloom, thousands of people will just love it and admire it. So our daughters are like beautiful roses. Don't do anything haram. Don't follow the West. Don't imitate monkeys. Gee, Allah gave you and me a beautiful being. The wives of Rasulullah, the daughters of Rasulullah, the wives of the Sahabiya. So pure. Follow them. And then see what true love is. Allahumma alif bayna Oh Allah, generate love between us. 
Well said there, Molana. And another question that is uh, right here in front of my screens, and it says, uh, Salaamu Alaikum, uh, Molana Salim Karim. I'm a very wealthy businessman uh, by the grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I say shukar for that. And uh, my question is, uh, the other day I was having a very uh, healthy discussion with my wife, and uh, our son is of a marriageable age. And I just put the question to her. I said, if our son wants to marry a Bilalian sister, will you allow our son to bring in a Bilalian daughter-in-law into my household, into our household? And her expression really shocked me. She said, never, ever over my dead body can we talk like this. Is my wife allowed to talk like this? And I was trying to be all in- inclusive. Remember, Hazrat Bilal also played such a pivotal role in the house of Islam. It is high time that our ladies and our women folks realized that a Bilalian sister will be an asset to the deen rather than not being one. Molana, please give your nasiha. It is needed, especially with our mindset that we have in the Ummah presently. Molana, I think that's a very powerful question indeed. Uh, how do you respond to that, Molana? This is a million dollar question. Safad right. I went to Sudan about 15 years ago as a guest at the University of Khartoum. So they asked me to address the university students. <clears throat> so I was speaking about South Africa and mashallah how Islam has progressed and the beautiful freedom that we enjoy as far as Islam and our privileges in this country. So one sister stood up. She said, uh, Maulana, Sheikh, I have a question for you. I, I heard what you said. But I want to ask you one question. You're an Indian. Did y'all in South Africa, as Indian community and so powerful spreaders of the message of Islam, did y'all marry amongst the black sisters? Did you give them dawah of Islam? Did you join them? Did you marry them? Because Sahaba Ikirah went into Africa, they married, Allah, the indigenous sisters. They went to Europe, they married the European. They went to Africa, they married the African sisters. I'm asking you, Sheikh, did you marry a black sister? She stunned me with a question and I had to say no. She said, may Allah Ta'ala give the Muslims tawfiq. Because the greatest thing in Islam, la fadla li arabiyin ala ajamiyin, wala ajamiyin ala arabiyin. No Arab has superiority over a non-Arab, and no non-Arab has superiority over an Arab. Kullu bani Adam, all the children of Adam are from sand and dust. So in the eyes of Allah, we are equal. Exactly the question and the response of the mother and the wife. Hadrat Julaybib radiallahu ta'ala, Allahu Akbar. What a sahabi of Rasulullah. Abyssinian, not very handsome. One day Rasulullah asked him, Ya Jalabib, aap nikah nahin karte ho. Don't you want to get married? Who would say no? She said, yes, but she said, Ya Rasulullah, which blue-blooded Arab is going to give me their daughter? I'm a black Abyssinian. 
I don't have the features. I don't have the blood. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam comforted him and said, go to the particular Ansari's house and tell the father of that house that I sent you to propose for his daughter. Typical example, exactly what you asked me. So Hazrat Julaibib radiallahu ta'ala takes Rasulullah's advice and goes to that house. He knocks, he opens the door, he greets, conveys Rasulullah salam, and then he conveys the message that for his purpose of coming, and he said, Rahmatul Alameen Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sent me, I've come to ask your daughter's hand in marriage. <clears throat> that father also, mashallah, pedigree, pedigree Arab, looked at him. Obviously, from the expression, you can imagine. He said, hold on, let me go and talk to my wife. He goes and he says that Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sent a sahabi, Hazrat Julaib, and he's come to ask for our death in hand in marriage. You can imagine like how this mother stayed over her dead body. Yeah. She said that cannot happen. In the meantime, that daughter is listening to this conversation of the father, mother, and Hazrat Julaib. He was in tears. He was about to leave. So the daughter spoke her heart out and she said to her father, Abba, can I ask you one question? So the father said, Gee, Betty, ask what you want to ask. I only want to ask you one question. Who sent Hadrat Julaibib to ask my hand in marriage? Just answer me one question. Did he come here on his own accord or who sent him here? Well, the father said, Rasulullah Rahmatullil Alameen sent him with the proposal. He did not come here on his own. Look at the words of our Bible. She said to her father, Aane wale dekho. Don't look at the person that's standing in front of you. Look at the personality who sent him. Rahmatul Alameen. Do you all think that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will choose somebody not fit for me? Allahu Akbar. Those parents were shocked and ashamed. And they went back to Rasulullah to apologize. And Alhamdulillah, they withdrew their statement that it will never happen. Hazrat Julaibib had the senior dark in complexion and our, our daughter, Arab, blue-blooded, apologized to Rasulullah and to the Sahabi. Rasulullah made the nikah and farmaya what a dua Rasulullah gave to them. That they were the most happy couple in Medina. When it came to the barakat in their homes and their rosy, they enjoyed more than everybody else in Medina. The dua of Rasulullah. No use having a beautiful princess or a model in your house, but she's got no deen and Islam. Kuch Beauty is just skin deep. What did Rasulullah say? First for bizati deen. You marry a woman, you marry a woman because of four qualities. Number one, 
Mali because we're very rich, you come from a very affluent home. Number two, Wali Nasabiha, she comes from a very respectable family. Wali Jamaliha, and you marry her because of her beauty. Wali Diniha, you marry her because of her deen. Fasfar Vizabu Deen, his preference to deen, Taribati Adab, will always be successful. There's a beautiful saying that when Allah gives you daughter of Abide, do you know why Allah gives us daughters? You can also experience the same pain. Allah, why does Allah give all of us daughters? And justly, then the same thing will happen to your daughter. And that is why it is said, the, when the father is saying the last thing without to his daughter, she is leaving the house. See? And that mother is crying, they're giving her the Quran in her hand. Everyone is in tears because she's leaving the house. The bridegroom is smiling from year to year. She's now leaving her, her home where she grew up. My whole life's investment, the father is in tears. He says, I, I grew her from a baby. I nurtured her, I looked after her, I brought her to an age where she's educated, she's a big girl, mashallah. My whole life investment, she's gone. May Allah Ta'ala give us talking. That's why, only for Allah's sake, to be loved by another. Then Allah will make it such that others will seek your daughter with love and care. I hope that answers the question. Yes, we have to look at it. We cannot be racist. There's no room for it. Alhamdulillah, be it a white woman, be it a black woman, be it a colored person. The important thing, do they have Iman and do they have Akhlaq? They have those beautiful qualities. Alhamdulillah. Don't turn it away. Consider it. Yes, you have choices. Marry amongst your family. Marry amongst your friends. That may be preferable, better. But if somebody marries outside the caste, and that person is, mashallah, dinda, whether it's a boy or a girl, and whether you like it or not, our sons and daughters are making their own choices today. I want to marry this white girl. I want to marry this Hindu. I'll convert her to Islam. And if you don't allow them, then fine. They will go and commit zina. They will run away and elope. They will bring disgrace and we will have to hang our heads in shame. Look at it objectively. If you can save your children from zina, you can bring them in the fold of deen, in the guidance of deen. Then 
do what is best to safeguard the iman of our children. So, Jesus, what by? I'm not sure. Is any other questions? But this is just my advice and message. Yeah, Molana, I think we'll need to take this program into part two because uh, there's quite a few questions coming up. But unfortunately, we have run out of time. Perhaps your parting words uh, this evening. Make this dua every day. Allah, make our spouses and our children the coolness of our lives. Shabbat we can make it or we can break it. It's left up to you. So may Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq to make the right choices and Allah keep all the marriages that are in turmoil. Allah protect it, bring it back with love and respect and Allah Ta'ala give us a khush gawar zindagi, a good life with his happiness, joy, and Alhamdulillah, smiles. Wa Molana. You have a beautiful and wonderful evening ahead. We will talk to you soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, I must thank uh, Lukalo for brilliant engineering uh, this evening. And uh, inshallah, keep it locked on to Marka Sahaba for beautiful programming and a uh, lot of knowledge coming through. From the team and I, till we meet you again, we bid you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.